What's going on, you guys? This is Dante. And Michelle. And you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, a podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we will be talking about are we a good friend? And we are going to be reflecting on our own characteristics. Are we a good friend? Are we a bad friend? And so forth. <laughs> um, but before we get started, let's check in with each other. How's it going? It's going. It's going. You know, we're a little bit behind on our episodes, as you guys may already know. But uh, we've both been busy. You know, I've got my plant stuff going on. Yeah. Um, got orders dip, dishing out. But... Problem is, we have hit a little cold front, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's about 40 freezing. degrees, 50 degrees over here in Seattle. Yes. And, you know, this, this was the same problem last year that we have to deal with. But I always have, like, higher hopes going into the next year that everything's going to be better. But, fuck, it's, what, April? It's mid-April it's now. Late April. No, it's late. It's end of April. <laughs> oh, shit, it is. Yeah. End of April. Yeah, and it's it end of April now, freezing. and it's still cold. But we're supposed to hit 70 next week. I think 80, 80 for de- one day. It's, oh it's really God. weird. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what's been going on, uh, just working. My life, I realize, has been really boring from from January until May is when I don't really do much other than work. It's the grind. <laughs> it's grind, grind season, grind baby. Season. It's grind season. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with you? I have been busy at work and... I don't know if I already said something, but my boss is leaving, and I got the news, like, I think on the third week of my job or so that she's leaving, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, damn, that kind of sucks. Like, that's never happened before. Like, I'm still in training mode. Yeah. And now I'm getting all, not all, but I am getting some of her clients and her events that have already been in the works for months, yep. and, uh, you know, she's doing these warm passes off to me, and so I feel like I'm... I don't know if bombarded is the word because it's kind of coming steadily at me. But at the same time, I feel like I am getting a little overwhelmed because I am in training mode. Yeah. So. I've had that happen before. What? Where I get into a position and then my manager leaves. But it was a little bit different because I was interning with the UW soccer team. Uh And right when I get there, so I guess their quick interview was like, oh, well, show us what you would do for X, Y, and Z, what type of workouts, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And so I meet with the head. I think he was the athletic director at the time. Mm-hmm. And we go through the process. He's like, bet. All right, just start next week. You'll be good. I get in. I never see him again. And um, then I go to Seattle Storm. Mm-hmm. So I'm with Seattle Storm, the men's UW soccer, and training over at UW. And then when I get to Seattle Storm, I realize he left UW to go over there. Oh, To Seattle the? Storm. Yeah, this was so weird. <laughs> so I get to Seattle Storm. Right when I get there, he leaves. He goes to the Rams. Wait, what? Um, what's that? L.A. Rams. Yeah, no, so I know. So I'm sorry. So he went from UW to Storm, same like you, but he went from Storm to L.A. To, to L.A. So right right L.A. when I get same in, guy. someone kept leaving. Yes. And then another, the assistant Wait, strength coach. I'm sorry. This is the same guy from yeah, UW. Okay. Same guy. It's the same this guy. confusing. So the guy from, um, <laughs> so that guy leaves to go to L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. And then the strength coach for Seattle Storm, mm-hmm. she's currently with, I think, L.A. Galaxy. Not L.A. Galaxy. What are they? L.A. Spark, uh, WNBA. But she took the head role for Seattle Storm when I got in because mm-hmm. he left. And right when I got there, about two or three weeks in, she has to go out of town. And then I have to start leading the practice and the, and the training. I'm like, fuck. It mm-hmm. was so much to handle at once. So I know how you feel. I yeah. know how you feel. It's got to be exhausting. I'm... I'm exhausting. I'm exhausting. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I am exhausted. I actually had my first evening shift last night. It was a Thursday night, and we held, like, three large events. I had a 600-person reception and dinner. I had a 100-person dinner party. And then I had a a concert series. It was, like, a two-show concert series all at the same time. And uh, I was working with people who have been working there for a while, and they're like, this is busy for a Thursday night. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, people were going to, you know, people were telling me I was going to be busy, but I didn't know exactly what I was walking into. Well, now I know what they mean. Yeah. It was, it was busy for, like, the beginning half, but um, 
I froze my ass off at the end of the night as people were kind of doing their load out. And so I was unexpectedly in the cold for about 20 minutes. And I think that really messed with me last night because I was frozen for the rest of the night. And I feel like I'm frozen right now. And I like coming down with something that sucks what did you say when you first saw me this morning you're like like, why are you dressed like you're in the winter are you okay i'm literally frozen that sucks well you made it i made it you have more nights like that coming up tonight (laughs) (laughs) shit two back-to-back nights nice that's what's up so tgif i haven't said that in a long time yeah i mean (laughs) you're TGIF, yeah. I mean, you still got the rest of the night, so good luck to you. Hopefully, you can make it through. Drink a shit ton of coffee. <laughs> bring a book. You can't even bring a book or keep yourself entertained, huh? Not exactly, no. I'll be busy on the floor more than likely. Nice. But it's okay. You know, I wanted to hit the ground running, and this is what I this is what I got. Mm-hmm. Well, so <laughs> Best of luck to I'll you. Fingers crossed <laughs> that everything works well. Yes. Yeah, so let's go ahead and dive into today's topic about being a good friend. I have something to say. What's up? So how I kind of came up with this idea or like this topic for today is because when I was in Mexico and back in February, I was waiting in the coffee line and there was two girls behind me who seemed to be really close friends and they were having a conversation about maybe some drama that was happening in their lives with another friend and they're having a really deep kind of intense conversation about friendships. And they mentioned that one of their friends, who's not as close, they didn't seem as close as the two girls talking, but they mentioned how another friend was a lazy friend, that this person doesn't really give that much effort into the relationship and they don't really care about what is happening per se. And so... Yes, I'm eavesdropping. I mean, they were standing really close behind me, so I could not help it. But they were just having, like, a really nice, candid conversation. So, anyways, it made me think about myself and if I was a good friend or am I a lazy friend? Because at least as I'm getting older and as I'm busy and there's so many, you know, things happening in our lives that I can tend to maybe not pay attention to as much as my friendships as I once did. So just made me think, am I a good friend? So I guess let's go ahead and rate our perception of our quote-unquote friendship skills. Whoa, whoa. Where where are we at? Like on a scale (laughs) of 1 to 10, Hmm. 1 meaning like we're a shitty friend, we need to die, jump off a cliff right now. (laughs) 10, I'm the best friend in the world. (laughs) Uh, Where would you put yourself at? Okay. I would put myself at maybe like a six or a seven. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm trying not to be biased. Yeah. But I'm also, like, I only have a a small core group of friends. Mm -hmm. I don't have, like, a lot of even acquaintances these days. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Social media friends. I don't get that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyways, like my, my core is small, but I always think like I can be doing a better job. Mm-hmm. I want to be doing a better job, but I fall short in the execution. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say like a 6-7. Okay. What about you? I think I'm at like a 7.73. Honestly? Yeah, 7.73, 7.92, somewhere Damn. around there. My bad. Um. Only reason why I say that is because... Like, then I'm, I give myself a 6.9 or like a 7.3. You said 6 to 7, so I now you're bumping did, it up I a did. little bit. I didn't know we were going with decimals. <laughs> nah, so the reason why I say that is because I feel like I'm the type of person that's willing to be there uh-huh. no matter what. Like I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to help. I keep it real. I don't sugarcoat things. And, you know, I'm always trying to see it from the other person's point of view. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm good at. But the downside is that I I don't necessarily come off that way sometimes Uh where I can not seem closed off, but possibly seem uninterested, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I'm in my own zone. Like we've, we've said it plenty of times where, you know, I'm constantly thinking about business stuff 
what's the next plan, all that other shit, all the other stuff I got to do after I'm kicking it or hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. So some people might think that I'm not willing to listen to them until I bring it up and be like, yo, what's been going on or mm-hmm. how you been, something wrong, everything okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and once that conversation is, once I've opened that door, then everything seems to be going just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been approached by your friend that has flat out told you, like, when you weren't being a good friend? No, but I checked myself. How do you check yourself? How can one check themselves? So, you know, I, I do a lot of, like, self-reflection on certain things. I, I always question my actions to make sure that it aligns with what my values are. And so there are times where I'll do something where I might get in an argument with someone and, you know, it's a dumb argument later on. The next day or two, you know, I end up apologizing about it because I realized, like, why, where I was in the wrong. A lot of times I over-explain my situation just so that they can have an understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never had someone personally call me out for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, the reason why it's important to talk about this topic is because it's so easy to measure success or progress or progression in other areas in our lives Say, for example, the workplace, right? You know how you might have like quarterly meetings or annual reviews with your employer or something, and you're able to reflect in that sense, but no one is checking you in your real life. No one is saying, okay, Michelle, okay, Dante, how are we doing on the the friendship front, you know? Well, it's it's tough when your character gets challenged, right? Because when it comes to work or business, I mean, it's easy. It's either you hit your numbers or you don't. Yes. Are you doing the right job? Yeah. And no one's, no one's saying that, oh, you're a poor worker. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you're not doing it. You're not doing enough to get to where you need to be. Yeah. Right? And it's not necessarily a challenge on your, um, on your character as a friend or as a partner. Yeah. It's more of just as a worker or as an employee, right? Just a yeah. number. Or just a pawn, I guess some people would think of themselves in a workforce. Mm -hmm. But like with friendships, you know, if someone were to come up to you today and be like, you're a shitty friend, I bet you that would make you feel horrible as a person, right? And some some people, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people out there that have had this um, said to them even as a parent or as a Mm -hmm. daughter or a son where they're like, oh, you're not a good son, you're not a good daughter, not a good mom, not a good dad. Like that hits a lot harder. For sure. When we get to like these personal areas of our lives where it is our personality or our characteristics or whatnot, like, yeah, that's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, at that case, in that case, would you just say like, all right, well, I'm a shitty friend, even though I thought I was being good. I mean, I guess it just depends on, do you care about the relationship enough to change? Or would you just say like, all right, well, maybe this just isn't for me. Does that make sense? Like... You know, if someone were to come back and be like, you're a really shitty friend, Dante, you'd be like, all right, well, shoot, I was trying to be there for you. <laughs> so maybe. I mean, it depends on the type of relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever ranked your relationships? No. No. And actually, when you asked me just a couple minutes ago, like, let's rank ourselves in, like, the yeah. friendship rating, whatever you called it, rating, monitor, whatever. Yeah. That was, like, the first time I actually thought, like, okay, am I, like, where do I see myself on that scale? Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it in a very old episode where I try and be a thoughtful friend and I might have ideas and thoughts on how to be more thoughtful and yeah. considerate, but I my execution is poor, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, for this person's birthday, I would love to do this for them, like go out of my way to do this. Yeah. But when it comes to it, like in real life, I fall short. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, let me actually let me drop my ranking down. I probably say seven point five. <laughs> Wait, what was it originally? I, Didn't you say it's like seven point six something or something like that? But also because I guess I have the the execution problem too sometimes because uh-huh. I am overloaded with a bunch of other things. Uh huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keeping it real, we're being honest yeah. and true with ourselves here. Yeah. Well, the reason why I asked whether you ranked your relationships, whether you ranked your friendships or not is because, you know, I think that as human beings, we naturally rank everything in life. That determines whether we're more likely to do something or not, right? 
whether we're more interested in something or not. So whether you whether you're aware of this, it, it's happening. Like how many times would you let's say let's say you wanted to learn how to knit or learn another language, right? Okay. You keep telling yourself you want to learn another language, but you don't make the effort to to either one purchase lessons, like go out to a place or a person that teaches the certain language, mm-hmm. um, or two just buy Duolingo or whatever other software there is to learn the language, and you're just you're just at home watching Netflix every uh-huh. night. You've already ranked what's of more value to you because mm-hmm. you're you're already doing the task, which is Netflix. If you had more value tied towards the idea of learning a new language, you'd be learning a new language. Yeah. But would you agree? Yeah. So I think it's the same thing with friendships. It's it's a way that we figure out how to spend more time with certain people. Like there's certain friends you do certain things with. There's certain um, amount of effort you'll put out to go see other friends. Mm-hmm. And that's like a natural ranking system. Like I've got certain friends where I'm like, yo, I'll... I'll see you once in a blue moon, and I'm okay with it. Damn. And I'm not going to put in any effort to like, yeah. reach out to you, you know? Let me stop you right there. So when you first said ranking, mm-hmm. like we rank our friendships, I thought you were like literally ranking, like literally ranking <laughs> friendships. Like this friendship is no, 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 more no. important to me than these other friendships. But you're saying, you're just saying, by the way we live our lives, by the way we carry ourselves naturally, mm-hmm. we tend to go towards other relationships more than others. Yep. So in a sense, you're just ranking it in that sense. You're yeah. not physically like, my relationship with so-and-so is more yeah. important than yeah, my yeah. own. You're just like, I. you want to see other friends more than other friends. Yeah, it, well, it just shows what you care about the most, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I have not been approached by a friend personally about when I was being a bad friend. I actually, in prep of this episode, I wanted, like, the most unbiased opinion. So yeah. who better to go to than my two best friends, Erica and Dessa? And I just straight up asked them. I'm like, I'm not going to take any offense, but I am curious. But can you tell me of a time where I was being a bad friend. And what they had to say was actually not a surprise because we've we've already talked about it before. No surprises, they're kind of boring. But... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But um, it was... Is insightful the correct word? It's good to know where they stand and what I was doing that hurt them that way. I could reflect and be like, okay, I see how I was being a bad friend. Yeah. What can I do differently next time? Or like, what does it come down to? Well, are you, so after that conversation, are you more aware of the action if it does or when it does happen again? Yeah. So like I said, like yesterday, it wasn't a surprise because we've already talked it before, but in general, like, yes. Oh, this was, you said yesterday? Literally yesterday. (laughs) Oh, shit. I thought I talked to you about this a couple, about a week ago. Anyways. (laughs) No, it's like, yeah, so now I know my actions that hurt them. And so moving forward, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that to them because I do value their feelings. Yeah. And that's the thing about being a good friend, right? It's not just so much about, it's like about being thoughtful and considerate of their feelings and how your actions might affect that. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about it in the past before, like, are you a good helper or... Remember that episode we talked about, like, offering help or being a listener or whatever? Maybe, maybe not. You're just giving me a blank stare. Okay. But we're talking about, like, if a friend comes to you and they want to vent and our inclination is to maybe offer advice right away. But sometimes that could be unsolicited advice and sometimes our friend just wants to be heard. Yeah. And so I think we've gotten better at asking things like, what do you... What do you want me to do right now? Do you want me to just listen or do you want me to give advice? Yeah. So it's being considerate of that. Well, I think it's a good thing that you talk to your friends about it because I think once you realize what caused a problem mm-hmm. within the friendship, you're able to understand how you're going to interact with other people as well, right? And for me, well, just to give you guys a little bit of background, originally when we were recording this episode, it was about being a good person. 
mm-hmm. right? Um, are we are we good for society as an individual, and are we are we doing our part for society, right? And I think that I think no matter what, you should be able to take the characteristics from your your close knit group, like mm-hmm. how you act within that close knit group, and act the same way with other people. Yeah. Like regardless of whatever the type of the whatever the type of relationship you have with them, right? Even if they're not that close of a friend, you should still be treating them the same as if they were one of your best friends, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying you got to go out of your way, yeah. but you should still be as considerate aware. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't aware prior to, right. you know, them telling me or us talking about it, but now I am moving forward. Mm-hmm. I want to go back on the whole unsolicited advice thing. I think that's what a lot of people aren't aware of. I think as humans, our natural instinct is to solve problems, right? To help, find right? solutions. Offer and, you know, help. How do well, we know how to offer help? Well, offering help, yes, but I think um, finding solutions because there are many ways to offer help. Right? Mm-hmm. And listening is one. And for me, it took a long time for me to realize that I got to ask them, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give advice before I even say anything? Yeah. Because I was always pushing myself onto people like, well, why don't you do this instead of that and this won't happen again? Yeah. Or like, why don't you do X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of pushback when I'm forcing my opinion on that on the situation mm-hmm. when in reality, all they wanted was for me to listen. Yep. Right. And yep. I think I, I think I do have friends that try to do that still, which is like offering a solution. Mm. You know, and I don't get it. Before I used to get upset. Uh-huh. I used to be like, yo, I don't, that's not going to work. Like I've already explained why that's not going to work. Uh-huh. Um, but now I'm just like, that's cool. I have to tell them like, hey, I just want, I just want you to listen right now. Yeah. I don't really want any advice. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm at. You know, I've got some friends that are already aware of that. Yeah. Where they they are willing to just sit back and listen, you know? Yep. And I think that's really important because sometimes that unsolicited advice can be extremely overwhelming. Yeah, for extremely. sure. For sure. I was actually just in this scenario situation maybe a couple of days ago where I just needed to vent to my best friend. So I called her. And as soon as she said hello, I was just the first thing I was like, I just need a vent. I was like, I'm not looking for an advice. Yeah. Just like, just listen. And she was like, what's up? Yeah. And, and she listened. And that was that. And uh, sometimes that's all people really need is, yeah, just someone to listen. Are you the type to give unsolicited advice? I think before I have. And even some to this day, yes. It's like sometimes I just can't help it. Yeah. You know, but I will say I I don't push myself on to others as much. Or if I did have a suggestion, it's not like this big old thing. Mm-hmm. It's maybe just like a small suggestion. Yeah. You know, I kind of just gauge what are they coming to me for. You know, a couple years back, I used to, I used to try to reword my sentences, so it didn't sound like I was giving them unsolicited advice. How would you I would, do that? I would say, well, if I were you, I would. I feel like a lot of people do. That. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's almost a way of downplaying your, um, downplaying the push of your own opinion on them and what they should be doing. Because you're trying to put yourself in the scenario and be like, oh well, you know, this is how I this is how I would do things, rather than telling someone or demanding someone what to do, right? Yeah. And I think that that's one thing we got to stop doing too is like, we're not in their shoes. Yeah. So just stop acting as if you are or what you would do if you were in their shoes, you know. And I mean, the only way, the only time I would say something like that is if someone does openly say, hey, what do you think? Like, I was talking to one of my friends today, and he was telling me about a situation he was in. And, you know, at first, I was just like, all right, like, I'm just listening. I already had my my thoughts running through my head. Like, what would I do in this situation? What do I think about their situation? Yeah. And, and then it wasn't until after he explained everything, he was like, what do you think? Am I tripping? Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, thank you. Yeah, you're fucking tripping, bro. Like, <laughs> honestly, yada, yada, yada. 
maybe like I, I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I think there's a different way to handle the situation, mm-hmm. you know? And it took it took a lot out of me to make sure that I don't just jump in. Yeah. Um, jump into a certain situation without someone's consent. Yeah. Right? Because again, that's not to me, that's not being a good friend. Yeah. You know, at that moment, my job is just to listen. It's good to hear you say that because I often think that too, that like as I grow up and I think about my my friendships, some of it is like holding back what you have to say, holding yeah. back your thoughts and just being patient, letting your friend finish what they have to say instead of just jumping into it, right? Yeah, because it's not about you, right? It's not about you. Yeah. No. And the more I get older, the more I realize that. And that is where I went, you know, when I got feedback yesterday from my best friends on a time I was being a bad friend, it was often times where it was like they didn't feel supported by me or a time where I didn't believe in, you know, something, um, believe in something in them or what they were going through. And in that moment, it is not about you per se. Yeah. You know? And these are, like, my best friends. And so these are people that I don't mind bending over backwards for or sometimes sacrificing, mm-hmm. you know, because it does take sacrifice. I mean, shoot, if you're... Yeah, I don't know. It really mm-hmm. just depends on the dynamic of the relationship and and whatnot. It's crazy. It's not about you. Well, yeah, you know that... <laughs> I think that even though people want to help... Well, I think that, you know, the whole, it's quote-unquote, it's not about you idea is that people want to help someone out right Mm -hmm. but I would assume that most people are helping out in a way that they only know how to which is realistically in their best interest yeah right so the reason why I say that is because they're only thinking about it from their perspective Mm -hmm. rather than confirming how the other person would want help Mm -hmm. right because okay let's say you gave me advice and let's say your advice is correct right we don't know yet until that's how I want to mm-hmm. take it in. Uh-huh. Right? And when I say whether your advice is correct, I mean, is it the correct type of advice that I'm willing to accept? Yeah. You know? For sure. Because we got we to gotta understand that when we are here to support our friends, we're supporting them in a way they're only willing to accept it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we had a friend. We? Um, but yeah, no, you had, he's your friend too. I mean. Okay. Uh, we don't have a lot of mutual friends, that's why, so. Yeah, 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 So, he's your friend. Yeah, I guess we could, you know. So, <laughs> so he's the type of friend that is willing to take advice from people that he's just met mm-hmm. versus the people that he's known for years, mm-hmm. right? And some of you listening will know who I'm talking about. And he's still one of my dudes, you know. I'll, I haven't talked to him in a while, but, you know, I'll hit him up every once in a while, check in, see how he's doing. And... For the longest time, it was like, bro, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're not going to listen to me mm-hmm. regardless. So why am I even talking to you about the situation? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took, it took until, what, like a couple years ago to realize, like, he's going to do what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. It's not my job or any of our jobs to push him in a direction that we think is best for him. Right. Yeah. And if he's happy doing it that way, we can't be upset. We can only just look out. Yeah. Right. You can only do so much, and a friendship is a two-way street. Yes. So and here's one thing. Here's one way I think you can switch it up so that way you're sure that you're not imposing on the situation, right? Okay. Rather than going in and saying, you should do this or you should do that, um, asking the individual or asking your friend, what do you think would help? So that gives your friend the opportunity to try and clear their mind or at least reorganize their thoughts Mm-hmm. to try to find a solution for themselves mm-hmm. or at least open the, open the door for you to like to bring in some advice for them, right? Mm-hmm. What are some things that you think would help? You know, one thing that I've started to do, and it's interesting, so we only help the people the way we know how to, yeah. right? And um, my friend who's been like doing a lot of therapy, she must have learned some some methods and it's it's really good because they're very they're very helpful but I notice what she does a lot now is like let me know how I can be there for you or what can I do 
to help you. It's just simple statements like that. Like instead of us come, trying to come up with solutions, it's more so just asking the other person like, okay, how can I help you? What does that look like to you? So that they can tell you instead of you trying to suggest something that they might not even be interested in. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So my best friend, she just had a newborn baby. She, like, I get it. I've been there before. First time mom, it's really hard. And I want, and I was just like, before you go to work, we should, you know, go out to dinner or something, lunch or dinner. And uh, I was thinking about her and she responded with like, yes, I want to, but like trying to figure out how to make that happen because she recognizes that her partner probably needs time to go out too. And I stopped in my tracks and I was like, you know what? I think, well, see, now now I'm thinking in my head because this is how I felt. But I know when I was like a a first-time mom, quality time with my partner was really important Mm -hmm. and probably even more important than going out with my girls at the moment. So I was like, you know what? Never mind. If you and your partner want like a date night, let me know. Yeah. Or if you want time with the girls, let me know. I'm like, whatever is more important to you, just what can I do to help? Yeah. And I kind of left it open-ended in that sense. I was like, oh, I kind of stepped back and I was like, never mind. Maybe dinner with me, you know, and Erica wouldn't be good or as beneficial to you than a a date night with your husband. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I kind of like just, I kind of retracted a little bit and fell back and I was like, oh shoot, maybe I'm suggesting the wrong thing. So what made you catch yourself though? When she told me that, you know, she just had, like, me time the day before, like, got her hair done. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I think my husband might want some me time, too, or he might just want time because he's tired. Oh, so, I mean, like, she didn't have to call you out on something. It was more of like, oh, okay, well, you realize what she really wanted, and you were able to fall back a little bit. She said something, and I was just like, oh, shoot, maybe I wasn't right in suggesting that because we've been trying to, you know, find some time to go out because it's been a long time. So I was like, wait, hold on, never mind. It's not about what I want. Like, what do you need in this time in your life? Mm-hmm. So it is a, it's a lot of reflecting and just a, being aware and cognizant of, yeah, your friend's needs. Well, that's awesome, though, that you're able to point that out. And I think that we need to be a little bit more active on being better friends, just building better relationships, too, because we have our best friends. But how much of a best friend are we actually being, right? So, my best friends and I always joke that we're actually, like, bad friends. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like, we never see each other. We never hang out. Yeah. We just have this, like, ongoing group chat. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like a lot of group friends are like that I think that's days. pretty normal, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this is a completely different topic, but it, it relates to how I felt about, like, family drama. You know, growing up, I was like, why does my family have all this drama you know, why does nobody else experience this? Until I talk to a few people, I'm like, oh, this is pretty fucking common. So when it comes to, like, the friend circles where you have close friends and no one really does shit, like, I feel like that's pretty common mm-hmm. amongst a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know? Although I feel like you and your core group of friends do see each other. Yeah, we see each other a lot. Often. We do see each other <laughs> a lot, you know? More so throughout these years. You know, we're getting closer as the years go by, you know, I don't know if that's just us getting older. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've known each other for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. How? Well, well, how old are we? 34. What, what year no, do you I'm start when you're in high school? 34. We're about to be 30. We're about to be 34. <laughs> what year did we start high school? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're 13 gosh. years old. Yeah. 2003. Yeah, 13 years old. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, we've known God, each other yeah. for about 20. Damn. Two decades. 20, that's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! I just looked at the date on my computer. It's literally 2023. That god was two decades damn. ago. Damn! <laughs> oh my god! I, I had a heart attack, you guys. You did. You're Someone holding your chest. <laughs> oh, that's but, funny. But yeah, you know, I realized as the years go by, you know, we kind of not necessarily weed out, but relationships die off, and you oh, know, yeah. you stick with the ones that you're close to. Yeah. But so so before. Our episodes, we do an improv, um, Uh just to kind of get us in the mood, um, get us hyped up a little bit for each episode. And today's improv, we chose, there was two different games we did. We did one where we had to chose characteristics of being a bad friend and characteristics of being a good friend. And I'm only going to choose the ones that that came out when we were talking about being a good friend. 
So five things that stuck out to me were interest, thoughtfulness, insightfulness, effort, and presence. Now, I don't think effort and presence were noted, but it was it was kind of what we talked about while we were playing this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we both agreed on some of these things where it's really important to make sure you build a stronger relationship and you know that you're actually showing up for the other person, right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about interest, you know, I think that... Yes. I think this one is so important, by the way, this interest one. Oh, yeah, that for you're sure. you're about to get into. Well, because, like, not everybody has the same interest, right? Mm-hmm. As like, Not everybody in your group has the same interest. Yeah. But... Generally speaking, I find that most people talk about only what they know is, well, not not what just interests themselves, but they'll only bring up something when they know the other person is interested Mm. in it. Um, at least that's the way that I that I've observed situations, right? And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting in a corner just watching everybody and seeing how they talk to people. But I notice that certain people will talk to me about certain things, um, mostly just because they're not aware of like what I like, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I do think that it's important to, for one, not to be scared to bring up your interests just because you think that someone doesn't think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it up regardless. And two, if you're the person that's on the listening end, at least show interest in yes. their interest, right? Yes. So in the improv, what do you call it, activity we did before recording today, we essentially we were saying one good characteristic of being a good friend was showing interest in your friend's interest, interest yep. even though it might not be an interest of yours. yours. <laughs> There, there were a few more other interests <laughs> put into that sentence, but we needed to keep it short. So, yeah, I think that's... Yeah. And when you think about a friendship and why you connect with someone, part of the reason is because you have shared interests yeah. to begin with, right? Yeah. So that's just like, that's just a natural connection that you and your friend have. But yes, I think it is important to show interest in other areas that your friend is interested in. yeah, yeah. Because then it shows that you you really do care about them. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, we connect over shoes or we connect over plants. It's like, what else are you interested in? And Oh, no, no, my friends don't like plants, but I don't care. They're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. They're going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care about that one. You're Ooh, going to but, listen to but me. They, damn, okay, hold on. <laughs> do they care to show interest? Do they want to hear? That's another thing, right? Like... Once you start talking about plants, are they like, all right, bye, Dante, I'm out of this conversation? Oh, I don't know, because I'm in my zone. <laughs> I, that's one thing for sure where I don't give a fuck. You will listen to me. I love plants. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go, guys. Psych. Like, just kidding. Just kidding. But no, no, no. It, it is a serious topic because I think that people can tune out Yeah. Like so easily. Once you're disengaged, like you're kind of just done with the conversation, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it makes me th- makes me think about how making adult friends is so hard. I remember, I think I was going through a coffee shop, like a drive-through coffee shop one time. Yeah. And I really liked some girls. I don't I don't know if it was her hair or her nails or something she was wearing. And I was like, "Oh, that's really cute." And uh, it was one of those moments where I was like, "I want to be friends with her." Yeah. But like how Sorry, I just pictured you like in line, and then you cling on to this random chick, like be my friend. Please. I was in the car, so I couldn't. Oh, do you that. were in the car. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was in a drive-through coffee shop. Uh, lucky but, her. Um, but no, you think about like how do you make friends in grade school, like mm-hmm. on the playground? Yeah. Does it not start off with something like, "Oh, I like your dress," maybe I like yours too, and then you guys become friends, or like. I like her backpack or lunchbox or something like that. Yeah. You know, you, like, find a common interest and you make friends that way. And, like, when you're an adult, it's just hard to make friends. Yeah. Well, Seattle, <laughs> we do have the Seattle freeze, right? <laughs> but. Yeah. I mean, there is a science behind it, too. A soft science. The idea behind identity and finding social groups. But we'll talk about that some other time. It'll probably be pushed into another <laughs> episode somewhere. Now, do you remember a time when one of your friendships was challenged or damaged to the point where, like, you guys are no longer friends? And did you ever think about, like, what happened? Mm. Like, how did it get up to that point? And were you ever given any closure? Okay, so 
<laughs> so there, there's like a childhood friendship. Okay. And then are we talking about childhood friendships or older friendships? Because the childhood ones, I mean, I, I think you tend to lose a lot from mm-hmm. your childhood. But do you know the reason why? Like, do you know why you had a falling out? Oh, yeah, man. This guy tried to say, beat my ass. Then we got into he a fight. He tried to beat you up? Yeah, he tried to. It didn't work. Over what? He thought I was talking about his grandma. Oh, And uh, we were on the bus. Something happened. Okay, hold on. So that, one's kind, that so was kind of stupid. Not, Nothing like not that. Yeah, Nothing like that. <laughs> so let's go to so, older friendship. <laughs> let's say with an older friendship. Um, Nothing where we lost no friendship where it was so deep that it was hard to lose the uh-huh. friendship. You see what uh-huh. I'm saying? But there's been times where a friendship has been challenged and we've had to like reconvene at another time. And reconvene like yeah. it's a meeting. Or I something. know it was weird. I typed that up during a, um, when I was taking notes in a research article that I was reading, uh-huh. and I was like, I never use that word, so I might as well <laughs> use it in the podcast. <laughs> But let's but reconvene let's, our friendship. Re, yeah, so we had to reconvene our friendship at another time. And, you know, we just hashed it out, talked about what the problem was. Did you guys really? Yeah, we did. Nice. We did. And that was that was more because of a business situation. Oh. It, that one really ruined the friendship because mm. I think, you know, a lot of people say don't do business with friends. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't believe in that shit. Like, uh-huh. look at us. I mean, look at us. we almost choked each other out a couple of times, <laughs> but, but with this friendship, you know, I expected, I expected a few things. Um, something didn't work out. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. They expected money. It turned into an argument mm. and then we didn't talk for That's like a, a year one. and a half. That's a tough yeah. one. And then we, like, again, we reconvened <laughs> about a year and a half I later can't, I can't and <laughs> <laughs> we reconvened. <laughs> We met back up about a year and a half later and then... Um, Rekindled. And then we just started kicking it again. You know, we apologized to each other and squashed it. And I think that it was only because we were both able to be vulnerable about the situation. We could put yeah. our egos to the side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's That's been really tough. That's really good that you guys were able to kind of hash things out. Yeah. And talk your way through it. Yeah. Because I thought about a time where I lost one of my, like, good friends. And I have no idea why. She, like, ghosted me. And still to this day, I don't know why. And it's almost like the friend that got away. Okay? Because. (laughs) What did you do? What did I do? (laughs) I don't know. Well, Someone tell if, me. If you're listening out there and that friend is you, <laughs> please send us an email at dmlifeini at gmail.com. So when it happened and when I noticed, and like there was times like where I tried to reach out because I didn't know what was happening when it was happening, right? Until it happened and I was like, hold on. Like you could kind of say like the relationship fizzled out. I thought we were, I thought distance was just growing bigger between us because she switched jobs. We weren't seeing each other as much, yada, yada. But as I was reaching out, there just came a point where it was like blank at the other end, quiet at the other end. And I was like, okay, cool. Guess I'm ghosted. What happened? And I started to like, the, at that point, I reflected on our relationship. And I was like, oh, shoot, maybe I wasn't a good friend to her. And she was like a great friend, but I wasn't reciprocating that. Okay. And so that is what I made up in my mind <laughs> to make sense of the situation, but I still don't actually know. So, I mean, it, it just sucks. And like I said, I think that's why it's important to talk about these kind of things. And I think it's great that you and your friend were able to, quote unquote, reconvene or rekindle or whatever you call it, because it sucks when, yeah, you lose a friend mm-hmm. that really, like, you know, meant something to you. Yeah. So. Yeah. So two other words that I listed earlier, um, thoughtful and insightful. Yeah. And we kind of had to go over that just because, you know, there is a difference, but we just couldn't define it. So being thoughtful, which is, I mean, absorbed in or involving thought. So I think about being thoughtful with your actions. Being considerate. Considerate of others. Yeah, right. And then being insightful is pretty much having a deeper understanding of a perception. Of, of what's happening, right? So I think these two are important because 
it's a good idea to have an understanding of where your relationship is at with your friends uh-huh. and whether it matches up with where you want it to be, right? Because if you don't take the time to think about it, then how are you really building on your relationship, you know? And that's kind of what we're all about. We're all about growing and developing, not just ourselves, but the connections that we have with other people, uh-huh. right? I think being insightful can be tough for people. It's not something that comes naturally. Well, I don't know. What do you think? I don't think it comes naturally, and I think it takes more work and understanding to be insightful. That's a hard one. Yeah, I think it's tough because, again, like we stated earlier, it's another way of challenging your situation or um, you're challenging your character. Like, are you really showing up? Is everybody showing up in the group? Are you being as as thoughtful or insightful mm-hmm. of your relationship or for your relationship with your friends. And, you know, no one really wants to second guess anything. Or I guess no one really wants to second guess something that seems fine. What do you mean? No need to fix something if it ain't broke, right? Mm. You don't know it unless the other party tells you. And that's, <laughs> well, and so that's also the, that's also what's interesting because a lot of people wait for something bad to happen to actually reflect on the situation. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was listening to a podcast, How It's Made by Guy Raz. Mm-hmm. I think it's How It's Made. He has two. I forget which one it was. But he it, he was interviewing someone. I don't remember who she was, but she was talking about how people reflect on research and they only look at what worked for the hypothesis, Right. They don't really look outside of the box and question again, what didn't work? Should we keep trying it? Uh-huh. Right? Because, I mean, like, in the end, we want to find a solution. Yeah. But we when, also have to go into it unbiased. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for sure. So she's not going. So what I'm talking about is the results section, not necessarily okay. going into research. Like, this is a professional. We're not talking about going into research and only looking for the stuff that works. Um, she's talking about looking at the research, finding what doesn't work, and then applying that to another okay. research project. Okay. Because, again, a lot of times people only people are only looking to reflect on what's working and use Got that it. model as a solution, right? I see. But, I mean, sometimes we need to... That's need to, what again, you mean by challenging. Yeah, challenging, because sometimes you need to check yourself again or challenge yourself again and be like, hey, am I showing up? Am I doing well yeah. with my job or... Or with my job as a friend, right? And does it meet what my values are or what my values of the group are, right? Mm -hmm. Because think about a a job you have, like any regular job. A Mm -hmm. lot of times you go through a mid-year review. Mm -hmm. You go through a a job analysis and they're like, oh, well, have you met the expectations of the job? Mm -hmm. They're doing that to you as an employee. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you doing that for yourself as a friend? Right. Right? Yeah. I think a lot of people don't want to face their character or face what do you call it like feedback people are scared of feedback well especially when it comes to their their characteristics like Uh who they are at the core because essentially we should feel like we can be ourselves Uh with our friends and in that being able to be ourselves with our friends sometimes you're not as aware or insightful yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to be myself, and you should accept me for who I am. Yeah. And so we should be great. Yeah. But we still do need to be aware that sometimes some of our actions can hurt others, even if they are our best friends. Yep. You know, a good thing that you pointed it out that way, because sometimes I'll listen to short clips of um, business owners or sports, sports athletes, uh, professional athletes, and they'll always mention that they go into – a job or um, some type of event or game or practice okay. with the idea that they know nothing. They are still a student, uh-huh. right? Um, and it, it's interesting how, you know, you see that a lot with a profession. When it comes to learning something, learning a craft, you're willing to go in as if, as if you're a blank slate. And mm-hmm. you you don't know anything, and someone's there to paint you. Like mm-hmm. they have to paint the picture for you with everything because you need to absorb everything around there to be the best that you can be. But when it comes to your character, we have to figure out a way to be like, hey, we're, we're still learning about ourselves. We should still be able to go into the situation knowing that 
we know ourselves best, but still know little about ourselves. So yeah. that way we can still allow ourselves to grow and develop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, one thing I kind of like, one of my beliefs is like, I, I know that I don't know. Have you ever heard that saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. know that I don't know because I'm not going to expect or assume something going into a situation. Yep. Because my beliefs, expectations could be wrong. Yep. And so I always try and catch myself. So, yeah, that's interesting. You know, we talked before our recording, we talked about traits, about bad friends. And there is a common theme amongst traits of a bad friend. And it all surrounded people who were very Mm self-absorbed and just about themselves, you know, pushing their agenda, only looking out for themselves and whatever else. And so I don't think people who portray these type of character characteristics or traits of a bad friend characteristics. are able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of not able to reflect. Well, to, okay. I definitely agree with that. Uh, let, let's jump down to the last two words that I mentioned. We've got effort and being present, right? So with effort, I guess that that can be applied to being insightful and thoughtful. Well, I guess with any of these, right? Um, Friendship is effort. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But what I was thinking of when it comes to effort, I'm thinking of to not only be physically there, but emotionally there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it can be draining. Of course, you got your own shit going on. But how else do you build better relationships without right. putting in the same type of work, right? Um, and also being present, I think that I feel like a lot of people might have this problem also, you know, when you're in your friend groups, how many people are on their phone all the time, you know, Mm. just sitting around looking at social media or whatever. So you're talking about just being present in the moment. Yes. Because when you first said presence, I was thinking about like you are there. Well, okay, this is is another thing because we talked about showing up for your friends and showing up can look different my showing up can look different from how you show up yeah. for your people, mm-hmm. you know. But I was talking about showing up like a physical presence, but you're talking about just being like mindful and present in the moment mm-hmm. when you are with someone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like there are people, oh, you're talking about like, oh, I don't want to be there today. Maybe I should just stay home. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, say your friend has an event or something yeah. And it's important for you to sh- to support, mm-hmm. show up. I'm I'm gonna stop saying show up because that can be a little confusing. But it's important to be present for your friends, show support mm-hmm. by being there, right? But you're talking about just like giving the person your undivided attention and being present in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess so. What you're talking about, I mean, that could fall on to me. That could fall under effort. Right? It does take a certain amount of effort to actually show up to whatever they got going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, But with the whole being present thing, you know, first thing that comes to mind is putting the phone down, engaging in conversation, you know? Uh Um, Actually seeing what's going on with the person in, like, in their life, not just, oh, like, did you see this game or did you watch this movie? Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. It's weird, like, even if I'm with, I'm not with a person, that's how we communicate through yeah. phone. So if I am with a, a friend in person, why still be on our phones when yeah. you're just, you know, we're here face to face with yeah. each other and we, we should be utilizing this time yeah. better. You know what's interesting? No. So my close group that you keep mentioning, those are some of my best friends. And those are my only people that I know that ask, how is work? Which is interesting. Like, I don't really, I and mean, we've talked, you know, I think... You've mentioned how's work, or I've asked you how's work some every once in a while or whatever. Um, and that group, we'll talk about it every once in a while. Well, no, actually, that group, almost all the time whenever we get back. Which, to me, it's just such a little gesture, but it makes a big statement. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even if it's small talk, it's really like, okay, well, how was your day? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What yeah. have you been up to all day? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That shows that you care, essentially. People like it when they are asked about themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, how are you, how was your work day, Mm -hmm. how was your whatever, you know what I mean? 
Because essentially, I think at the end of the day, we just, again, want to be heard. For sure. Yeah. Reciprocate that energy, though. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, seriously. Yeah. It is important, too, because I hate when, like, I'm talking to a friend and I ask them one thing and they're just about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the conversation is over. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, shoot, okay. Actually, let me, me? <laughs> let me drop down to a 7.23. So... <laughs> So I'm laughing because I was a seven point. What did I say? I was like, I'm a six. No, first you said first you said six to seven. First you said six to seven. Then you said six point something to like seven point three something. Seven point three. Okay, okay. So I think I'll put myself at a seven point two seven. Um, it keeps yeah. going down more well, and more. Because now I'm starting to realize there are certain there are certain times where like I do fuck up and I don't reciprocate that type of energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I and it's it's. This isn't an excuse. This isn't a good reason, but I know that sometimes I'll get caught up in a story if someone asks me something, and like I'll just extend on that shit, and we don't have much time on the phone. Yeah. And then I forget to ask, and they'd be like, "Oh, what about?" And then it's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go." You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. That's the worst. Seven point two seven. Okay. I'll come up with a rating in a couple weeks. See if I'm doing. I was doing gonna say, let's keep going. You're, <laughs> gonna, get, you're, you're gonna get down to a five. I'm at a I'm negative point okay. six eight seven. <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> Everybody dies. It is interesting though. What if we went back to our best friends and asked them like rate me as a friend? I'm too scared. I like my rating. I don't think you're. Scared. <laughs> it's like no, nah, nah. no. And I think it's not. You know, it, it'd be cool to ask. At the same time, it's just try. Well, just make that effort, you know? Especially if you care. You would care to hear that feedback. Yeah. And then, okay, how can I be a better friend? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's something to be scared of. I mean, it might hurt. It might hurt to hear a little yeah. bit, you know? Since we're on the topic of making better relationships and being good friends or being a good friend, uh, what are some things you have planned this year with your friends? Nothing. At all? Hold on. You're a poor 6.27. God <laughs> damn. I told you. <laughs> no, I told you, like, especially since moving back to the area, mm-hmm. this is the first time in, like, six or so, six, seven, eight years that, mm-hmm. like, me and my best friends have all lived in the same city yeah. again. And we are doing a very poor job of getting together yeah. because we're not used to it. And so we have to put more effort into seeing each other, right? But we're all caught up in our everyday lives. But I think it's important that even though we are busy, that we still do try and stay present throughout the different stages in our lives. And we still prioritize the friendship, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any plans for this year. So we don't get too off topic. Just looking for a short answer here. Do <laughs> Sorry. You, no, 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 no. You're, no, you're good. Oh. You're good. I'm the one that always gets off topic. But do you think that our generation is different when it comes to keeping relationships at this age? And what I mean by that is, do you think that our parents or friend, or parents of our friends um, had the same problem where, like, you know, once you reach your early 30s, early to mid 30s, it's hard to keep these relationships when you have family? Or do you think that they were more inclined to stay and focus with the family rather than going out and keeping their friendships? The first one. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think. Do you think there's a generational difference? I think. No, I think the same issues that were present for our parents. Oh, and same. Friends, yeah, okay. Yeah are the same as ours. I mean, yeah. I think across the board that once someone gets their own family or as they get older, that the amount of friendships they're going to have is going to lessen yeah. or diminish. Yeah. And then you just have your core. Yeah. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. reason why I ask is because you have kids. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. One of your best friends has a kid now too, so. Yeah. That shakes things up. Yeah. But, like, in a good way, because I've been saying, like, oh, I haven't, like, I've had friends that are moms, but I haven't had close friends that are moms. So this is yeah. just adding another, like, layer to our friendship where now, you know, she's even said this before, like, where was I five or six years ago? Yeah. You know, like, when you had Cameron, like, how did you go through this alone? 4.2. No, not me. She's No, I know, I know. Oh. Not you. Oh. <laughs> And I was just like, it's like no, no, and, I don't mean that. 
On no. me, don't come for me, Dessa. <laughs> no, but like, and I'm just like, no, like you were in a different part of your life. Like you were in New York City, living up your life. Like we were just in different stages, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was under, like, I was never mad at her for mm-hmm. that, ever. She was always present, even though she might not feel like she was, yeah. you know? She came to the, like, she always flew home for whatever party or literally she was always there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you, sh- I think you show priority or you show up in other ways that you can. Yeah. I love that short answer. Um. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thanks yeah. really. Ma- you know, we're going to... Um, once we're done recording, I'm actually scared to ask you what kind of friend you think I am. Oh, man. It's going to be... 3.1. It's like, I'm like a 2.7. Um, well, that's crazy. You guys don't have any plans. I think that you guys should go to Filipino Night. Filipino Heritage Night? Yes. Actually, I lie. I did ask her if she wanted to come, and she said yes. Is she going? We haven't bought tickets yet, Erica? but we plan to. Okay, so she, Erica has to work. But you guys are doing family. So we're doing, I'm doing. I invited my cousins and my and my best friend. Are you guys going to be seated? Yeah, we're so, seated together. So I'm trying to get my friends to go, and uh-huh. then I want to get my family to go. Yeah. But my thing is that I don't want to sit down. Oh. And I don't, but I don't want my grandpa walking around all the time. Like, so how are you going to watch a game with I'm him? Doing, I'm, do, I'm going back and forth. Oh, I'm going to be hell. loaded. Well, you better. So where do you want to stand? Like in the beer garden? No, I don't do know. I don't know be? where we're going to go. Because last I was time. Saying, you should just get the section of the beer garden. So like, <laughs> when you get tired, you can just go sit with your grandpa. <laughs> well, next, uh, the last game we were at, we sat in the 100 level, one six, section 116, I think. We are uh-huh. near the dugout. Uh-huh. Right? Like two rows. Actually, no. We were two rows away from the field. Okay. Yeah, we were hella close. It was the rows, the section where people come out and out. serve food to you. Did you get food? No, we're not that rich. <laughs> I was going to say, because I've sat... I've so wait, hold on. Not that So hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not, not we're not rich. that rich. We're not rich. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. No, I've sat, I've sat in that area before. It's just like a couple rows away from the... From the unlimited yeah. food, and they get the waiter service yeah. and everything. I'm like, damn, I want to sit there. Exactly. That's mid- <laughs> that's we were sitting in middle class. That's upper. That's upper middle class. Yeah. And then um, upper class and we is were, like the... right behind home base. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I hate that. You had to be the watch out for flying balls. You know, like you couldn't. There's a net. It was there was still a sign there, and it was. Oh, it still a sign. This is this. Oh, probably because when they. Hit a fly ball yeah, behind yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. There you go. toss back. Yeah, because I was like, there was definitely times where I was like scared. <laughs> you have your eyes closed the whole time, ducking. You're not <laughs> well, even you, watching the game. So actually, would you want to be all up in your food eating and not aware of the game happening? Well, if you uh, have good friends with you, they're there to take care. They catch the ball yes. with their mitt. Yes. Mm, yes. If they are a good friend, yeah. don't make me feel bad now for not having plans with my friends because I know you're about to say some stuff. What are you and your friends doing this year? Yeah, we don't got nothing planned. It's like not planned. No, we got, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Hawaii. Uh, nice. Talking about Hawaii. My boy Vince is always sending over um, trips from Slick Deals. Uh, oh. I shouted you guys out, slickdeals.com. Give us a sponsor. Money now. We're broke. Remember, not rich at all. <laughs> yeah, so he's always sending stuff out because he like the way he likes to de-stress is going on trips too. Yeah. We do shorter trips, and I think LA is one of the trips he sent over. I'm not a big fan of going to LA. I'll go if everyone wants to go. Don't get me wrong. That's so but, funny because I don't really like LA too much. But I did mention that I we should go to a Mariners game in a different state. Oh, that'd be fun. So. You know, we talk about this every year, and I'm hoping that we can make an effort to book a flight for that. Do it. Just do it. What else do we got uh, with friends, strictly with friends? I mean, I do my normal softball stuff, trying to put together softball games. Yeah. No major events. Oh, actually, we are going to a few reggae concerts this year. So last year, we actually went to a ton. and I think that was our first year as a group going to a consistent amount of reggae concerts. Aren't they so fun? Hell of fun. So fun. I think that it's just a totally different vibe because I would listen to reggae like by myself when I'm going to work. It puts you in a feel-good mood, right? Yeah. And not everybody, at least my group of friends, listen to reggae consistently. But 
You don't need to. It's a good time. You go to the fucking concert. This shit is live <laughs> as fuck. I, you know, I wouldn't even went to a Common Kings concert. I like Common Kings. Yeah. But I we went. We went because of uh, Sammy J, right? Uh huh. Because he, he was there too, right? Yeah. And then so, in between sets, man, they had this Bay Area DJ, and I guess during all reggae concerts, they get. DJs from the Bay Area. Do they really? It was like that when we went to Fiji. Okay. Was it Fiji up in Tacoma? Oh my god, I can't believe you saw Fiji without me. Yeah, it was pretty without dope. Without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dope. But yeah, I love Fiji. So yeah, we got those con- some concerts coming up. You um, know what? Baseball games. My hopefully, my friends Hawaii. and I are bad planners, and we are very aware of that. So okay. we just have to put in more effort. Yes. Yeah. coming after them. So we're, to close today's episode, let's point out a few things, you know, that we think would help out to make sure that you guys show up a lot better um, as a friend and just as an, in, and just as an individual within society, right? Yeah. So let's go through this. You know, you mentioned effort. Yes. You're going to be putting in more effort. What else you yes, got? Yes, need to put in more effort. I would say when a friend comes to you and they are venting and you don't know what exactly they need from you, just simply say, do you want my advice or do you just need me to listen and hear you out? Mm-hmm. Also, saying, saying things, offering help by saying like, how can I help you or what can I do for you? Yeah. Tell me what you need from me. Yep. Yep. Two things I wanted to point out are that I think you should be vulnerable within your situation, allow yourself to be open to whatever's coming to you, and then also being insightful. As long as you've taken the time to process whatever's happening or to process what your relationship is like with your friends, you're more likely to make a conscious effort to be a better person and to show up more. I like it. We all good? Yeah. All right. Remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you, and vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring these types of conversations with your community. Hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at life.ini. And don't forget to turn on your notifications, folks. Catch you next time. Till next time.